Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to another episode of Love Yourself Silly. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are in the world, I see you. I see your beautiful light shining and I see it growing stronger. And even if you don't see it, I see it. And I just want to encourage you on this journey of love and self-discovery get on it like have you gotten onto the love the self-love train yet have you done it 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 is the most exhilarating ride and let me tell you the most powerful thing to do is to start to love yourself silly and maybe you're just starting out on this journey uh, of self-discovery and you're getting a little bit of a taste for the way it's feeling to actually love and honor yourself and that's great maybe you've you're a fast learner you you've got on the train you know you're you're doing the work you're experiencing the love maybe you've already done the inner work and you're enjoying that beautiful reminder of what it's like to love yourself or maybe you're a bit slower on the uptake you're just not quite understanding the concept or or maybe understanding the need to love yourself that's okay wherever you are on your journey no man woman and child shall be left behind okay we're all on this journey together and i will not leave you behind i will bring you along for the ride but having said that to get on the ride this ride of self-love and discovery and all the amazing benefits it brings for you you have to make the first step you have to get on you have to take that first step and start you know start practicing some of the concepts that we're going to be talking about and start doing your own inner work or I, I don't like the word work your inner knowing get in touch with your inner knowing that's um that's a better word than work start to to start to put some time aside for yourself it's really important that we discover who we actually are not who we think we are not who other people think we are but who we think we are today i'm going to invite you to do a little bit of digging a little bit of discovery become a little bit a little bit curious about maybe some of your limiting beliefs about yourself and we're gonna go into the subject of why it's so hard to love yourself and it really doesn't matter what stage of life you're in you could be the most powerful person on the planet and earning a billion dollars a year but if you don't have self-love, if you don't have that level of self-respect, then you're never going to actually enjoy the billions that you make. Does that make sense? So you know, everything that we search for, joy and happiness and wealth and abundance and love and prosperity and all those amazing feelings that we search for, it always comes from within and it always comes from a place of loving yourself first so let's get into the why why is it so hard to love yourself and when i think about it i think that we when we think of other people we can think of lots of reasons why we love 
other people, like what there is to love about them. I'm just smiling thinking some of the people that I love now um, and the, 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 you know, the things that I love about them are so easy to list. But when it comes to what we love about ourselves, it's really hard to find those things. And actually, it's not hard. It's not a hard process to love yourself. We actually make it hard. And why do we make it hard? Because of the beliefs that we have about ourselves. And we're going to get into limiting beliefs a little bit later on down the track because that's a whole nother podcast. Um, but the beliefs that we have constructed about ourselves are what we think define us. And where do those beliefs come from? They come from, believe it or not, probably the first seven years of our life because that's when all the programming for our conscious mind happens. So for that, I mean, you know, someone during your childhood may have made you feel or made you told, to, uh, sorry, told you that you're not enough. And then if that happens regularly enough, you start to believe that that is true, that I am not enough, that I'm not good enough, that I'm not smart enough, that I am not intelligent enough. And we, it's quite a common belief that we're not enough. So we take aboard this, on board this belief about ourselves and then we run that program for the rest of our life that when we get to things that we want to do, we start to have self-doubt because we start to believe that we're not enough. So my, uh, my advice in regards to that is to really sit down and see whether those beliefs are true or not because just because we've lived it our entire lives doesn't mean that it's true. So it doesn't mean that I have to anymore feel like I'm not enough. So that's what I mean when I say that our beliefs define us. So really sit down and think about whether those beliefs are true for you now or not. And then you can start to move forward. And the beliefs that we have about ourselves sometimes present that obstacle in our path and the obstacle towards loving ourselves. So when you start the process of unpacking all of those beliefs about yourself and you start discovering that maybe some of them aren't as real as you thought they were and you start finding evidence to prove that that's not the case anymore, that can be a really powerful thing. So come back to me feeling like I'm not enough. I started to unpack that and think, well, actually, do I believe that now? Maybe I was made to believe that in my childhood in some form, and I adopted that as my belief about myself. But now when I really think about it and I analyze it and I unpack it, I can find lots of really good reasons and examples about how I am enough and how I am can do what I you know, set my mind to. So start to unpack those beliefs and find out what it is that you believe about yourself and then try to find evidence as to, you know, like, oh, I'm not smart enough. Oh, but there was that time that I passed that really hard exam. That's right. Or um, I could never get up and speak in front of people. I'm too shy. Oh, but there was that time that I had a party at my house and everyone wanted to hear the story. So I was talking to everyone. So I'm not that shy. So start to really unpack. And, and when you're telling yourself these things, I'm socially awkward. Well, are you actually socially awkward? 
Or are there instances where you are not socially awkward and you've stepped out of your shell and you've really surprised yourself because just because someone told you once or there was some example that um, made you think that, it doesn't mean that it's real now. And so that's why when we're going down that path of self-love and we get to this obstacle of like, well, I can't love myself. It's really hard to love myself because I feel this. That's the obstacle that I'm talking about. And when you overcome that obstacle, it's so empowering because you start to think, actually, everything that I've ever thought about myself is actually not true. And then you get to create the story that you want to tell about yourself. So you can walk up to someone eventually and say, oh, hi, I'm Dee and I'm really smart. You know, like you can tell a story of and then you can go ahead and say, oh, I'm really smart because I did this and I did that and I did this. And, you know, you're not bigging yourself up. You're not saying, look at me, but you can redefine the story that you tell. And instead of saying, oh, I'm really dumb, I can never do that. You can start loving yourself and honoring yourself and questioning those beliefs and smashing those obstacles out of the park. And I want to tell you a story now, I'll give you an example of when I had this obstacle in my life. So I, you know, I came across, I'm not going to say what it is because um, it's still quite raw actually, but I had this obstacle that was presenting itself to me and it was really starting to play on my mind. It was really affecting me. It was starting to affect my workplace. It was starting to affect my home life, the time that I spent with my kids, my sleep, my health. And even, and I'm going to give you too much information right now, but even to the fact that I felt like I was starting to get um, a UTI because I was really getting annoyed at this this obstacle in my life and I was really it was really pissing me off and yes of course I get you know start getting sick in my body because my body's telling me something's pissing you off you need to deal with it so then of course I get a reminder about that by getting starting to get a UTI anyway I digress so this obstacle was really presenting itself to me in quite a firm way and no matter what I did with all my tricks and tips I, I couldn't move past it I couldn't get my mind to stop going over and over and over it. So I woke up one morning and I thought, okay, I'm going to get up and go for a walk. And I normally go for a walk, but I'm going to go for a walk in a different area. Um, Because let me tell you, when you're trying to um, get some clarity, seek some clarity about an issue, then the best thing to do is move your body in some way or another. Um, Because you know, the, the endorphins start pumping, the hormones start pumping, you, you start get clarity by moving your body. So that's a really good tip. Anyway, I went for this beautiful early morning walk and I went down around um, where I live and there's a little creek so I thought I'll go that way. And I was really, you know, asking for clarity, seeking clarity, going I really don't want to think about this issue anymore. And when I got down to the creek, it had been raining quite a little bit um, and in Townsville it hardly ever rains so the creek is normally dry. So I stopped and had a look at this beautiful flowing water and it was so great. And I went on and went over to the other side of the creek, there, you know, because it's normally dry, there's all these obstacles in its path. So, you know, like there's reeds, that there's, uh, sorry, weeds and, you know, rubbish and, and grass and so it, normally it, it builds up with all these obstacles and it doesn't even look like a river but I happened to stop and I happened to notice that there was this big obstacle in the river's path or the creeks but it's not a river it's a creek 
But the creek, the water, the water in the creek had not stopped at that obstacle. It had actually formed its own path around the obstacle in various ways to re-meet back on its path. And I stopped and I looked at it and I thought, oh my goodness, that message is for me. I am, and bear with me for a minute, I am the water and I am trying to flow easily around this obstacle, but I'm stopping and water doesn't stop when it flows, it flows. Nothing stops water in its path. It makes its own path. It goes over obstacles. It goes around them. It goes through them. It carves its own path until it's where it needs to be again. So I thought to myself, oh my goodness, that's such a great lesson. Thank you so much. I have clarity now. I'm not going to let this obstacle stop me and I'm just not even going to let it bother me anymore. I'm going to go around it and through it and I'm going to be the flowing water. So I was on such a high then. I was, I, I stood up straighter. I was walking faster. Um, I thought, okay, I'm going to finish my walk. This is such a great moment. You know, I've got, I've got, I wanted clarity. I've got clarity. So I get to another part in the path and I'm on such a high. So there's two ways to go. There's one way that's a cement path and I can follow that path, um, a safe, you know, easy path. Or there's another path with sort of knee high grass and, and mud and, you know, um, the road less travel. So I think to myself, Oh, I'm going to go down the road less travel. I'm going to go down the more interesting path. Maybe it's a bit harder walking. Maybe I'm getting money, but it doesn't matter because it's going to be interesting. Who wants to go down a straight and easy path? No, I'm going to go down this other way. So I start going this other way and I'm thinking, look at me taking the path less traveled. And, you know, there's going to be obstacles in my way, but that's okay. I'm just going to find my way around them. And all of a sudden I stop and I hear this noise. And I was like, what is that? And I looked down and this, sorry in advance for if you're an animal lover, this might be a little bit triggering. Um, so I do apologize. I look down and this adolescent duck is screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming. And I was like, what is going on? And just at that moment, a huge big snake had coiled itself around the duck and was squeezing it to death. And I, I stopped in my tracks. This poor thing was, you know, crying out. The, the parents of the duck were flapping their wings and, and pacing up and down and, and they couldn't do anything. And I was just, I could not move. I started crying. I started bawling. I was like, stopped in my tracks going, what the heck? Why? Why did I come down this path and see this? What was the purpose of me seeing this today? I was so upset by it. I, I couldn't believe I was on such a high. And then I, I came down this path and I saw this thing happening in front of me and there was nothing I could do for this little bird. There was nothing. Eventually, I gathered my thoughts and gathered myself together and I said, okay, I, I have to go back. And I have to, you know, 
And, you know, to put it all in perspective, this is nature. I had to tell myself, this is what happens in nature. This is the circle of life. The snake was hungry and it needed food. And that was its food. And the parents of the duck, they had moved on. They had left the scene. They had gone back into the water because that's what animals do. They move on. They accept that that is the circle of life for them. That is reality. So I gathered my thoughts together. I gathered myself together. I went back along the path and ironically, I had to take then the other path, the easy path. The reason I wanted to tell you this story is because we all come across these things. You know, I was standing there going, why? Why did this happen? I was on such a high. Why did I need to see that? I think the reason why I I needed to see that was because of me being able to tell this story now. Things happen. Bad, awful, tragic things happen in our lives. That is a reality. And we are allowed to stand on that path and we are allowed to grieve. We're allowed to feel the feelings and feel upset and feel heartbroken. That's okay. But then we have to move on. We have to keep on walking. We have to find another path. And you know what? We all have stories in our life of tragedy, of trauma, of really awful things that have happened to us. But I'm going to use this as an example to not let those moments define you. Don't let that be your story. Because I, I could have gone to work that day and retold the story over and over again of, of how horrific this was. And I could have probably got, you know, a little bit of sympathy or uh, people going, oh, that's awful or horrified or a reaction. And we do this. We tell these stories over and over again and we get that reaction. But that doesn't help us move forward in our path. That trauma, those stories don't have to define us. We don't have to keep on telling that story. We can, there is a place for telling it until we have healed. I'm not saying that. But we don't have to keep on telling the stories of trauma for it to define us, for that to be our story. I'm like this because of this. No, you don't have to tell that story anymore. You can choose what story you tell from this point onwards. You can choose to say that I love and honor myself and I respect the person that I am. You can choose to say I am strong because I've overcome obstacles in my life. These things in our lives will always be there. They will always occur, but it's our choice as to what we do with it. Do we learn? Do we grow? Because, you know, if we were not growing, we'd be dying. Our path, our life is to grow, is to learn from our experiences, is to not let obstacles stop us. And I know we've all had obstacles in our life where we've just gone, nah, I cannot move forward from this. And I bet that in some way you did. 
The path towards happiness is not letting that story define you, is not letting those obstacles stop you. And it's knowing that this is your birthright. It is your birthright to be happy, to set a goal, to have dreams, to achieve those dreams, to live a life of contentment and happiness and joy and purpose and fulfillment and to help other people come along on that path with you and and journey along with you. And so I am just going to leave you with that story. And again, I'm sorry if it triggered you, but the best part of the story is that we can turn around and we can keep on walking and we can overcome that horrible thing that happened to us. We can overcome it and we can learn from it and we can grow from it and we can start the process of telling a new story. So I love you all so much. Um, just check in with me if you need a chat or if you see me and you want to talk about that story then please do so or email me touch base and you know I I absolutely when I listened back on this this podcast I thought wow I'm gonna listen to that again and there's gonna be times in my um, future where I will need to listen to it again to have some encouragement so when an obstacle comes and, you know, when I find it really hard to love that person that I am, then I'm going to listen to this and it's, it's going to really help me. So I hope in some way that this conversation has moved you or helped you or allowed you a little bit of clarity to see um, some things in your life that uh, maybe need to be seen. All right. I love you all. Take care and remember to just love yourself silly.